Bienvenidos al Medical Spanish Podcast. Soy la doctora Molly Martin. Through this podcast, we provide interactive audio lessons for learning practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere. The level of this lesson is advanced beginner, and timestamps are provided in your show notes. The lessons offered at docmolly.com are solely for learning Spanish. They are not intended to teach medicine or provide medical advice. Before returning to our advanced series on out-of-hospital arrest in Spanish, let's go back to the basics. I am in the process of updating the Review of Systems module in our History and Exam course with the help of Luis Almeida de Venezuela. As I update these lessons, they will be available for a limited time through the podcast. If you'd like to sign up for this course covering a complete history and exam in Spanish, there's a link in your show notes. I hope you find these lessons helpful. Welcome to the Review of Systems module in our History and Exam course at docmolly.com. I'm Dr. Molly Martin. And Luis Almeida joins us from Venezuela to help us with the Spanish for this lesson. Today we will begin to learn a review of systems in Spanish. In this lesson, we will learn symptoms that affect the whole body, otherwise known as constitutional symptoms. Then we'll practice using these symptoms in common phrases and questions. ¿Listos? Empecemos. The first symptom is easy. Pain. El dolor. Fatigue. La fatiga. Fever. La fiebre. Night sweats. Los sudores nocturnos. Weight loss. La pérdida de peso. Weight gain. El aumento de peso. Swollen feet. Los pies hinchados. Swollen or inflamed lymph nodes. Los ganglios inflamados. Note, when referring to swollen lymph nodes, it is more common to say ganglios inflamados rather than ganglios hinchados. Swollen or inflamed lymph nodes. Los ganglios inflamados. Chills. Los escalofríos. In writing these lessons on a review of systems, I chose words that can be inserted into questions using the verb tener. Let's practice some questions using the verb tener. Do you have a fever? ¿Tiene fiebre? And notice how we don't say tiene una fiebre, but instead... ¿Tiene fiebre? Do you have chills? ¿Tiene escalofríos? 
Are you in pain? Tiene dolor? Are your lymph nodes swollen or inflamed? Tiene los ganglios inflamados? Here we use the definite article los before ganglios. When it's obvious to whom we are referring, it's most common to use the definite article before a part of the body. Try asking, are your feet swollen? ¿Tiene los pies hinchados? Is your face swollen? ¿Tiene la cara hinchada? Have you had a fever? ¿Ha tenido fiebre? Have you had night sweats? ¿Ha tenido sudores nocturnos? Have you had weight gain? ¿Ha tenido aumento de peso? Have you had weight loss? ¿Ha tenido pérdida de peso? Now let's get a little fancy. There are two common ways to say to suffer from or to be afflicted by an illness or symptom in Spanish. Repeat these two words after Luis. Sufrir y padecer. Sufrir y padecer. Now, using the verb sufrir, ask, Do you suffer from chills? ¿Sufre de escalofríos? Have you suffered from fatigue? ¿Ha sufrido de fatiga? Now, ask these questions using the verb padecer. Do you suffer from chills? ¿Padece de escalofríos? Have you suffered from fatigue? ¿Ha padecido de fatiga? You may also note that your patients use sufrir de y padecer de followed by a part of the body to express that they have problems in a certain area. For example, padezco del estómago. I have stomach problems. O mi abuela sufre de las rodillas. My grandmother has bad knees. Now many times, when going through a review of systems, a patient will start telling you something they experienced years ago. To be more specific, you can use phrases like recently. Últimamente. Últimamente. In the last week. En la última semana. En la última semana. 
In the last two months. En los dos últimos meses. En los dos últimos meses. Have you had a fever in the last week? En la última semana ha tenido fiebre? In the last couple of months, have you suffered from night sweats? En los dos últimos meses ha sufrido sudores nocturnos? And you'll notice here that Luis omitted the preposition de. En los dos últimos meses ha sufrido sudores nocturnos? Just like in English, where we can say, have you suffered night sweats, or have you suffered from night sweats, the preposition de following sufrir y padecer is optional. And finally, let's go over some common verb phrases to say, to lose or to gain weight. First, to lose weight. Repeat after Luis. Bajar de peso. Bajar de peso. Note the preposition de after the verb bajar. Bajar de peso. To gain weight. Subir de peso. Subir de peso. How would you ask the following questions? Have you lost weight recently? ¿Ha bajado de peso últimamente? Have you gained weight recently? ¿Ha subido de peso últimamente? And now, quantify the amount of weight gained or lost. How much weight have you lost? ¿Cuánto ha bajado de peso? How much weight have you gained? ¿Cuánto ha subido de peso? Since when? ¿Desde cuándo? And desde cuándo is a very useful question whenever you want to know for how long a symptom has been going on. For example, if someone says, Tengo los pies hinchados, you could ask, ¿Desde cuándo? Bien hecho. I hope you've enjoyed this lesson. Luis and I will return very soon to practice symptoms of the skin and musculoskeletal systems. Hasta muy pronto! This is a production of DocMolly.com, where we learn practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere.